Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and, and kicking kickin ass. ass. Kicking ass. Hi, I'm Angie Bailey. <laughs> and I'm Susie Schubert. And if you've been through the clothing section Target lately, you probably felt like you were back in Walnut Grove with Susie and me. It's just crazy. It seems like the whole pioneer fashion is a thing totally on trend right now. And we thought it would be fun to talk about. Right? Isn't it just crazy? I mean, I don't know about you, Ange, but I go into Target and I feel like I'm back in time. Uh -huh. If anybody's like Gen X like we are, that was like the total, like the Laura Ashley dresses, the dresses we wore to prom, like yes. the gunny sacks dresses. Uh-huh. Totally. All the ruffles, ruffles galore, big sleeves. Um, and like even the prints, like the tiny little florals, calicos, uh -huh. and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. it is so hilarious. It is. Like, I wonder if part of that came back in style back in our day because of Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that's a very good point. But here's the thing. Like, I remember... I have pictures of myself in kindergarten, but even like all through elementary school where I had those kind of dresses that had yeah. the ruffles in the front that were long. That's you know? true. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. And that that was like back in, what, 75 or whatever. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I remember those kinds of dresses being popular, but they weren't like the gunny sack type dresses. They were more, they looked more prairie like but you know at the same time in the 70s you know women were wearing those long dresses i was just watching yes. i'm re-watching uh, the bob newhart show where he's a psychologist <laughs> oh yes they're all wearing those yeah and suzanne plachette's constantly in like a floor length skirt like all the time <laughs> you're right uh-huh now it wasn't a muumuu -moo, though like mrs roper right like no. it still was more fitted it was fitted and, it, and of course yeah, she's so like cute. in the waist yes. yeah Totally. But yeah, oh, so, so I think funny. it's been like versions of it have been around, you know, all the way back to, you know, to the Victorian era. I mean, like, it's just been, it's come and gone. Yeah, well, it's actually really interesting. Like, I'm so curious about this whole thing. Because I, I have to admit, like, my first reaction to them when I first started really noticing it was like, oh, my God, seriously? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. makes me think of bell bottom jeans. Like, to me, my original thought, it was, you know, that just does not need to be seen again. That mm -hmm. can stay back in the closet as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. But so I'm curious about it. I have to say, though, it's kind of grown on me. But I, I had to look it up. Like, this must be, there must be an article about this resurgence. And sure enough, I found one. And it was really interesting. It talked about how the Victorian era is perhaps the single most important inspiration for one of humanity's most luxurious pursuits, fashion. So when you mm. mentioned the Victorian era, that really is where this started. The oh, ruffles wow. and the high neck and all of that. When you think about it, it makes sense. But then it said for decades, like the shirts got, sh or the skirts got shorter. Well, shirts got shorter too. Mm -hmm. Colors got brighter and all of our, the cuts of things got more fitted. But then this is so interesting in the late sixties when like hippie women were, were rebelling against like consumerism and high fashion is such a, you know, 
<clears throat> a staple of consumerism or a symbol of consumerism. So that's when they started rebelling with these looser styles oh. and more flowy kind of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like it's also, it doesn't say this in the article, but I just thought it also is more like, we're not here to show off our bodies for you. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't have to be this flattering totally. cut. It's just something comfortable. I think about, like, Gloria Steinem and, like, that whole that whole vibe. Yeah, it's so, so interesting. And then there was this designer that currently now is making a lot of this look. And she said, I'm inspired by Victorian style because it offers a fantasy so different from our current world of athleisure. Mm-hmm. And it she is. says, yeah, she says, I love its soft femininity. I always like to dress with a sense of history and connection to the past. I love that. And you know what? I We just got finished watching Bridgerton on Netflix. Oh. And that takes place in the early 1800s. But it is all like the fashion is amazing. It is just beautiful, just crazy. And, you know, it's it, it's ornate you know and it just yeah I mean especially like when they would go to the balls and things like that but even their day-to-day fashion like I have always been a fan of like the empire waist just because yes. it it looks good on my body and mm. it's just it's so feminine and pretty and I that's what I love about that that fashion style is just the femininity and the the, the prettiness of it you know but when you get to the little house time period you know you fast forward 100 years from Bridgerton and it's more you know country and calico and so it's like you you see it sort of but at the same time right around that time was Downton Abbey time when and they Mm. were still fancying it up but of course they weren't on the prairie either and so (laughs) I think you see various um various ways that that style comes through depending on your social status and how much money you have yeah totally and I think it's so interesting that we're seeing Stuff like that in Target now, which is obviously mm. very accessible mm-hmm. fashion, you know, to the point where I think we mentioned maybe last time, I don't remember, the hashtag Target dress challenge. Yes. And so other people find this super funny and like they're they're buying these Target dresses and then posing themselves in barns and things like this because <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's just so funny. And... And like even last time I was at Target, beside the dresses, there's a lot of tops like that. Even the top I'm wearing right now has like these oh, kind of yeah. sleeve and yes, yeah, totally. And then there, there was even a jacket. I swear to God, they took a one look at a Holly Hobby doll and then they made this <laughs> jacket. I think I sent you a picture. Anne. Yes, yes, I thought it was hideous. Oh my God! You know what's yes. funny is there was something in me that liked it. Which I don't know why. I think, I don't know. I think I've spent too much time in Walnut Grove. Like some of this stuff is growing on me. Oh my gosh. You know what I do love though about the whole Walnut Grove thing and how many episodes we've watched and you kind of pick it up. Like even the Olsons who have a lot of money, they wear the same dresses over and over again. Like you see the same. And when we were reading, you know, Allison's book, how she said there were just, you know, one of the dresses was a stunt dress and the purple dress is what she (laughs) wore to to church or whatever and stuff like that. So even though they, whereas like the Ingalls, they had their Sunday dress, that blue calico that they wore to like the socials, to church, anything fancy they wore, you know, to that. Right. 
Yeah, but I it's just interesting because Olsen's had really nice clothes, but it, they didn't have uh, they didn't have like a bunch of options. But on Bridgerton, th- these are more society people. And so they were complaining like this one um, family, the the father had lost all this money, the dowries and everything gambling. And so they the mother says, well, girls, you know, you're going to have to wear a dress that you already have because we can't afford to go and get you a new dress. And they're like, we can't wear the same dress twice. Oh my God. And all these dresses are custom made and they don't wear the same dress twice. It's like, I can't even imagine like this aristocracy thing where you just don't do anything but, you know, go to social events and sit around and cross stitch and play the piano. That sounds fucking fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but that's like all you do. It's crazy. Yes. Oh, my God. And wear those amazing clothes, which I'm sure were so uncomfortable. And hot and stinky. And stinky. Well, they probably didn't get a chance to get too stinky if you're wearing a new dress every freaking day. I, I suppose. Mean, I can't even imagine no, having no. that kind of wealth to never wear something twice. I, You know, my mom's second husband, um, his wife came from a lot of money. And my mom always told me that that she would wear an outfit once and then toss it in a Goodwill bag. Like she, oh that's God. what she did. Like she would wear anything twice. Like she would just. So throw, even a pair of jeans or something like that. I guess I don't know. Now this was like back in the early '80s, but I remember her telling me this all the time. Like, oh yeah, Kathy's got so much money that she just throws her clothes on the laundry room floor, and then the housekeeper packs it up for Goodwill. Like, oh my God, ah. I would be like, you know, camping out outside her door waiting for those Goodwill bags to show. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Oh, my God. And shit. I mean, I've still got clothes from the early 90s hanging in my closet, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that long ago that I still had a shirt from high school, like probably 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, but it all comes back again. I mean, look at these dresses. I know. hilarious? I know. But okay, but let me ask you a question. Like these prairie dresses that we got, uh, because you and I both bought one, and I can't imagine like... Being out at Chipotle or something and seeing somebody wearing one. You know what I mean? Like, I, they're they're great for the photo ops. and yeah. But I can't imagine, like, just being out and about and seeing somebody wearing one. You would think, oh, they're Amish or are they in a costume? Hilarious. See, I actually, that's what was funny about this whole thing is, like, I've been seeing them and thinking they're just so gross and not me and then I put it on and I was like this is actually kind of fun and Uh I wore it with my Doc Martin boots yeah and see that's my aesthetic to take something totally frilly and feminine and then edge it out a little bit Uh uh-huh so yeah I wouldn't wear it with sensible little shoes and nude pantyhose and (laughs) yeah nude pantyhose (laughs) all of that kind of thing but I think I would wear it on a regular day with my pink Doc Martens or my black motorcycle boots. Yeah, I think I would, honestly. I did. I did think that mine looked good on me. Like I did. I liked it with my sparkly Docs. Like I thought it was a cute look. But like, I can't picture myself wearing it in public. For for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know why. But that's just like me, like, maybe worrying about what people are going to think or say like I I don't know well it also comes down to the whole 
does it fit with your fashion sense? Like when mm-hmm. I think back on the kinds of things that I like, I like very feminine boho kinds of things. So yeah. to be honest, it's not that far from that. That is true. I, I just tend not to wear things with giant things on the sleeves because my I have really broad shoulders and mm-hmm. I'm short. So if, <laughs> that's the one thing about that dress. It's like got these huge flappy things on the sleeves. I feel like a football player in it. <laughs> but at least it's fitted around the waist so it does give you more of a shape. Yeah, you look um, great in it. And oh, yours looks and- more modern than mine does because you've got like the it's shorter. Well, it's shorter and it also doesn't have that calico print. Mine's like a solid right. color. So maybe you'd feel differently that way. But yeah, I think it is probably closer to my style Mm -hmm. that I like than yours is closer to the style that you like. So that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, be looking. We're going to post some pictures of us hanging out in our prairie duds. Oh my God. Um, in the next week or so. So but it's just so amazing to think like if I still had that prom dress mm-hmm. that I wore, like my junior year, I can just see it in my mind's eye. My mind's eye. It was like this really pretty lavender color and it had where it was off the shoulder, you know, and it had that, that lacy like panel ruffle along the top oh yes yeah and then it had that ruffle along the bottom of it too with a tie in the back I mean it was right out of and I swear to god if I put that on I'd probably be like totally in style right now you probably would yeah I think I'd wear that to target though or maybe I just would maybe you wear it for a nice (laughs) night out I'd channel my Suzanne Plachette and I would just wear that Rock yes. it out with some like skull jewelry. Hell yes. Oh, the cat agrees. Phoebe's cat outside o- the door meowing like crazy. I'm not letting her in because I've got the window open. It doesn't have a screen on it because it's so freaking hot in here. So she wants she wants a dress. She wants a dress and she wants to do hashtag prairie core. Prairie core, Phoebe. That's what her <laughs> hashtag, hashtag- she wants to do the Target dress challenge. She does. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I would, my prom dresses were a little different. I, Because I, you know, was still, I was rocking the flock of seagulls hairdo, and I wanted to be a little, a little edgy. So both of mine were black. And my first one was I love uh, strapless, like kind of silky. And then it flared out and had like a black lace skirt. And then my one for my senior year was black, strapless, and it was tight all the way down and had a big bow on the front. God, I hope you weren't doing the Carlton in those dresses. Like you could have a serious wardrobe malfunction in a strapless dress. Seriously, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I should find the picture. Yeah, but I I loved my prom dresses, but they weren't like the – but you were early 80s. I was late 80s. So I think that there also was a – there was a big difference. uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you think about the the fashion of the 90s where those kind of dresses were in style then too when you think about it, but more understated. Like Mm -hmm. didn't have the huge sleeves and stuff, but they were – and they were definitely baggy. Yeah. Like the like uh, the band Hole, like things right. like those baby all the dolls baby doll sort of. dresses, totally, or like Elaine on Seinfeld had the yes. big bag. I used to all oh, I used to want to dress like her. I used to try to dress like her in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, and those are the kind of dresses that men never like because they don't show off your body at all. Like my husband's always like, "What? Is, like you know, it looks like a sack." And I'm so like, "I don't give a shit." I, I think know. they're cute. I think that they're comfortable and cute, and I like how they kind of swish around when you walk. Yeah, because you're a lady. The uh, men are like, mm. <laughs> well, it's like the men that are like, oh, are the 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 wives or girlfriends? My husband won't let me cut my hair oh, because please. he likes it long. I won't let you cut your hair. What the right? hell? Yeah, yeah, I'll do what I want with my hair. But that's another thing that guys like are women with long hair. Like it's very generalized, but that's I, I yes. see that and hear that a lot. It's porno hair. That's it what is. I call it. It's porno hair. Or mm-hmm. or they like you to have the hair that you had when you met. Mm. So if you had shorter hair, they probably prefer that because it reminds them of when you. That, at oh, least that's, that's interesting. My, that's just my. My theory that yeah. I've kind of seen things follow that. But the funny thing is, is when I put on this prairie dress, I just couldn't wait for the core man to come out of his <laughs> office cause, just to see his face because I knew he'd be like, what the hell? And sure enough, he comes out shaking his head. And then after a little while, he's like, you know, but it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> I'm like, see, it's kind of growing on me, too. Maybe he wants to wear it. With the oh negligee. My God. Oh, like I want to. Oh, I love the thought of of Corey in a prairie dress. A prairie core. A prairie core. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> he needs to start his own prairie core hashtag. Prairie core man. <laughs> yes, the men's version of prairie core. Yes, yes, and he could be even like suspenders with no shirt. Like the paw look. <laughs> oh my God, suspenders! Uh, Did you ever wear suspenders though? Back in the day, they were like in. I think I had some in. rainbow ones, like more. Like more. I did not wear them, but I, I know they were very popular. Like the rainbow ones were very popular. <laughs> yes, and also and you the, put like buttons on them. Yes, or and the piano uh, tie. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that thing? They were super skinny. Yeah, super skinny, like the leather tie or whatever. <laughs> That's what, what's his name? Kevin Bacon wore a tie like that in Footloose, like the long skinny tie. Of course he did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, in, in general, what's what's your vibe? What's what's your vibe on the whole prairie look? I don't know. I have to say it's it's growing on me. And I it'd be interesting if I felt that way if we weren't, like I said, immersed in Plum Creek right now. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I would still feel the same way. I'm not sure. Um, and I think it is something that in the normal fashion uh, world of the rules, mm-hmm. people would be saying women our age should not be wearing that fashion. Like it is not, you know what I mean? Totally. Women in their 50s, this is like a youthful fashion. It is not something we should be wearing, which maybe that makes me want to wear it even more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Kind of the way I roll. If you feel good in it and it looks, I mean, why not? I, I just, I don't. I don't get that, but this—that's our constant conversation. That's the ongoing, right. you know, conversation we have about that whole situation. It's it really just, is, yeah. yeah. So, what about you? It sounds like you probably would not, probably not wear no. that. 
No, no, probably not. No. And even like back in the day, I didn't dress that much like that. Although, yeah. you know, do you remember those those shirts that had like the ruffles that went straight down the middle? Like those big ruffles that went. Yeah. And didn't they have like a lot of times they had the gold thread? Yeah. 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 yeah plaid or whatever. Yeah, so I, uh, it's really not me, but, um, I, I, it's grown on me, you know, more than it, I mean, it, it's grown on me like a, like a, like a nice crop of corn <laughs> that's not quite knee high by the 4th of July. It's like grown a little <laughs> bit, but it's not, it's not 100% there yet. But yeah, it's, it's grown on me for sure. And I've especially been enjoying the Target pictures, the Target dress challenge. And, you know, my friend Nikki did all that craziness. Oh, hers is incredible. She's yeah. just, that's her jam. But people are being really creative with that. And that's totally fun. But I had an idea that we were talking about prom dresses earlier. When COVID's over, I'm going to host a prom in my apartment here in my oh. condo. Oh my God, I love that idea. We can go to Goodwill and buy prom yes. dresses. Yes, and the <gasps> and the guys can get like some kind of old tux or whatever, and then we could play, you know, eighties music, late seventies. I want to go to the prom again. I know, and we'll have like a punch bowl. And we'll spike <laughs> it. I was gonna say, who's gonna spike the punch? Yes, yes. Let's do oh that. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can barely stand it. I know. I need to. I need to keep a log of all the things we talk about. This is what we're gonna do. I know COVID's over and we can we can hang out well, again. And I laugh when I listen to the our shows and we're like, we have to do that. We're going to post that. Then, <laughs> we never do. <laughs> so we're like, we always have these million ideas. I and know. Then we never. Although I do think we need to podcast about the poltergeist thing. I do too. Maybe that we do that next good. week. So Maybe we don't we'll have, do that next week. We don't have a topic. Yeah. Sex with a poltergeist or just, you know, any kind of poltergeist. <laughs> I stuff. had sex with a poltergeist. <laughs> That'll be the title of it. And everybody will be like, listen, and they'll be all disappointed because we didn't Hashtag have sex with the poltergeist. poltergeist it's clickbait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> so what's going on with you? What's 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 your poop, girl? Ah, my poop. You know, uh, once again, it's it's getting down to that. Not much to talk about because what am I doing? Absolutely nothing. Um, but I will say something that's been super fun for me lately, in fact, today. So I've been working on refreshing my website. I'm getting ready to come up with all new offerings. And, you know, this has kind of been a work in progress. Uh, but my husband, who is my web developer. Yes. Uh, he has been working very hard and doing my website for me. And today was the first day we started adding colors, oh. like my own colors. And I have to tell you, like, there's something about that. Like, when you see those colors that you love and you've picked, uh. it just, like, changes that whole your mood. And it just made me realize, once again, how important it is for us to make sure that we have those colors in our lives. Like we're uh -huh. surrounded by colors that make us happy because there is so much mood around. You're so right. That You're are so around right. you. And whether that's, you know, buying a painting that has your favorite colors or buying some clothing, you know, of your favorite colors or even just like you know, right now I'm really into pink. I'm going to get some pink throw pillows or I'm going to get a pink chair. And 
and really paying attention, like kind of with this prairie dress thing. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And then, well, now I kind of do. And and instead of just saying, oh, well, screw it. I don't, I've never liked that before. So I'm not going to start liking it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important to, to always be kind of revisiting that. And if there is a color, if you like, I have always hated pink, but for some reason, this certain shade of pink is just speaking to me right now. Yeah. Get that into your life. Totally. You know, follow yes. that because it really does affect your overall mood. It's so mm-hmm. interesting. It is. It really is. I mean, we're obviously we're drawn to colors for whatever reason, but I think it's it is definitely an emotional thing. I, yeah. It, it totally vibes with you. And some colors are like... Uh, you know, not so much, you know, and, and, um, and I've read and I believe too, colors have different vibrations, you know, so some colors have, you know, lighter, more spiritual vibrations and some are darker and whatnot. And, um, my ex father-in-law used to, that was like part of his spiritual studies was the vibration of colors and things like that. And so he would never wear the color red because that apparently had like the lowest vibration. So he Which never once, once in his life wore the color red. Which is so interesting because that seems opposite of what everyone always says about red. Like red is passion. Red is high energy. Power, yeah. Yeah. And so for it to have a low vibration, Well, it's because it's not a spiritual thing. Like the highest spiritual is lavender. That's like the highest vibration. Yeah. That's just interesting. Yeah. And I, I sort of correlate that with that sense of calm and peace mm-hmm. like those colors pastel warm you know those cool colors give you more of that overall calming feeling yeah. than a red which that when you talk about spiritual stuff it makes sense but mm-hmm. you know there are I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that absolutely hate those pastel colors i know totally. so they don't feel a sense of peace when they no. see those no it makes totally. them crazy or something i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i just i like what i like and whatever it is i don't really I, it's it's kind of like feng shui how you know when you see it and you just get a good vibe about it and it feel you've got an, an energy around it that makes you feel happy so yeah and just to pay attention because i do think sometimes we get stuck in our old ways it makes me think of the core man like i'll make a dish with some kind of vegetable in it that he always says he hates and then, but he'll eat it and he'll enjoy it. And then, but then it's almost like he has to go back. But I don't like broccoli. You know, it's like, oh, why can't you just like <laughs> accept the broccoli in your life now? Yes. Like, you it's hang okay. on to these old thoughts of like, well, I can't like pink because that's too girly or that's, you know, whatever. Mm. I don't know. I just, just a reminder to everybody out there to how important that is. And mm-hmm. I think especially now when we're, Feeling so closed in and, and you know, stunted in so many ways and just stuck to remember how even something as simple as getting some color around you that makes you feel really good is just really important. I think so, too. Yeah. I read something recently about how um, pink is actually was originally a, a, a masculine color. Because oh, that it, is so interesting. Yeah, because it was close to red. It's like a shade of red. And right. blue was more of a female color because it was a lighter, like gentler color. And so now it's like made its way, you know, it's done a twist and whatever. And and so many men are against pink, but it was originally a, a masculine color. That is fascinating. Well, you know, I always used to joke around and when I was especially working in the fashion world, if a guy 
would have a hard time with pink, I'd be like, it's not pink, it's man salmon. <laughs> that sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> but I appreciate, yeah, that's what I call my d- undercarriage. My it's my man, man salmon. salmon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ready to spawn. <laughs> Swimming upstream. Oh, oh that's God. so funny. I love, I love a man who can embrace pink anyway. Me too. Exactly. Yes. Well, time for you. you. Time for time your poop. For, time for my poop. Okay. So, you know, Chris and I have been trying to spice things up on the weekends, not only in a sexy time way, but also yeah, like, bow, bow, bow. More, like just to do different things that, um, that uh, are not just watching TV all the time, which we yeah. do enough of, you know, and so... Sometimes um, we will do we'll plan something like an event of some kind, and so we have this this plan for tomorrow night, Friday, where we're each coming up with a um, a list, a, a Spotify list. Okay, twenty five songs. You can't repeat the band. It has to be twenty five songs that you absolutely love right and they can you can love them for whatever reason you want but they have to be songs like that if it comes on a playlist you're like fuck yes like and Mm -hmm. you you know so for whatever reason but you and it can be from any time period or whatever any genre any genre it doesn't matter so i've got mine done and then he's still working on his and so tomorrow night we're gonna eat leftover pizza and have cocktails and then we're going to just go back and forth and play songs from our playlist. And then when they come up, we're going to explain why the song is on the list. Oh, my God. I love that so much. But don't you think that you'll already kind of know what's going to be on that other person's list? I don't know, because I, there's some doozies in mind that I don't think he can guess. Oh. You know, like, for example, like Simon and Garfunkel, America. That's okay. like one of my like all-time favorite songs but I don't listen to it all the time but when it comes on it's like I turn it up and I sometimes even rewind it and listen to it again and stuff like that I some are predictable yes definitely Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but I think that there's some that aren't and I have a pick a band like The Cure New Order which I love it's hard to come up with one song only from that band but in a way it makes the playlist easier because you you can't just double up on you know on bands you have to right. pick, and of course Brandy's on there. I love it. I love it. I know. You know, I, know. I did make that list of cheesy songs, and I, I did end up adding those other ones because I thought, well, if Angie ends up posting this to everybody, you know, someone may really love Krista Berg, so I made sure it's on there. Good, and I posted it, and then the the <laughs> link got jacked up. Because oh, here's, well, here's what weird. happened. I, I posted the link and then I underneath it, I said to listen to the episode, go here. Well, it changed the link to the website. Oh. So then I changed it back. But then the next day when I looked at it, it flipped back. And so I'm like, shit. So I think I'm just going to have to post the link without a link to the and just say, go to the Feminine Hijinks podcast page to, you know, yeah. whatever. Hashtag so. poltergeist core. Poltergeist core. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yeah so i i did post it and i, I it's a great play i've already listened to it it's wonderful oh my god i love that it's I so good that. it's so good but anyway so that's my poop we've got an interesting date night tomorrow night so i love different. that i love how you guys are thinking of that oh my god now 
my first reaction to that is I could never get my husband to do anything like that. He would just be like, why? You know, like he's not as. (laughs) But then I've never asked him. Right. Maybe he would. Maybe Maybe he would. But I mean, the thing is, like you and Corey, like have your Venn diagram of things that you love to do that you do together. Which is pretty much watch TV every night. Same. (laughs) Well, we watch TV probably 90% of the time, to be honest. (laughs) But like for Chris and I, like we read a lot of the same books too. Like Mm -hmm. um, he's reading the newer Simon Sinek book and I'm reading the Y one. And so this question came up about um, charisma. And I was like, "Mm." because you know how we were talking before about how you and Corey, you know, connect over coffee in the morning and then Chris and I do it over dinner. And so I was like, I've got this question and I think we should talk about it over dinner. And so the question is, are you born with charisma or can you learn it? And so, yeah. And so I did some research and I kind of went with my own gut and so did he, you know, and we had a good 45 minute conversation about just charisma and kind of playing devil's advocate and debating about it, which is, was really totally cool. So, I mean, but it's not like we do that all the time, but sometimes something will come up and it's like, oh, this would be really cool to talk about or really fun to do. And so, yeah, there you go. I love that. It's awesome. And by the way, there's a kiss song for that. There's a kiss song called Charisma. Is there? There's a kiss song for everything. I know. Did you see I posted Shandy? I didn't. It made me so happy. Did you see I posted the 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 Foo Fighters? No. Okay. Well, How did I miss that? I don't know because I tagged you in the comments. So what? yes. So um, Dave Grohl realizes he can do a falsetto. So he they did a, a cover of "You Should Be Dancing," and he sounds freaking amazing. Oh my god! I'm totally gonna have to see that. I don't know how I missed that you I tagged don't know. me. In that. I tagged you in a comment. I didn't tag you like in them. So ah. yeah, so it's on the Feminine Hijinks page, and it is so good. Like he's, I love him anyway. He's just such a cool guy. I know I do too, especially with that whole Nandy. I know. Thing. It's I just know. like, oh. it's so awesome. And so, yeah. So anyway, so he's, he's now doing Bee Gees covers, which I just love. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love so, that. but anyway, so uh, what do we got next week? Well, I think we are going to talk decided. about poltergeist. <laughs> We're going to haunt you all with our conversation. I don't think the whole show will probably be about poltergeist sex. No. But I think it'd be fun to kind of talk about, like, what are our thoughts on ghosts, poltergeists? Do we believe in Mm -hmm. it? Do we not? Have we had any experiences? Do we know anybody else that have had experiences? Yes. This is very exciting. A fun show. I'm excited, too. I can't wait. I'm already scared. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. But anyway, so thanks for tuning in, everybody. We love having you here every Monday or whatever day that you choose to listen to the show. And we have a brand new one every Monday on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. Also, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. And also Facebook and also Instagram. We're anywhere, anywhere, anywhere almost. Anywhere. And yeah. if you want us to continue and you want us to add more stuff, because believe you me, as soon as we can get out of our damn houses, we're going to like start doing some fun stuff. Heck you yeah. can support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Yay! you can. Yeah. So go visit patreon.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast. And we're there. And that- we're there. 
Well, that's it. So I'm excited to uh, see you next week, Suze. I'll see you before then. I'm excited to see you too and all you fine listeners out there. And let us know if you would rock Prairie Corps. Yes. I'm 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 very curious to see. There were some men in the dresses too uh-huh. in the target dress challenge and I, I absolutely love, love that. Love love love. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> yes. All right yes. everybody, have a great week. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.